you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good morning to talk about football here on our show. Good morning, football. We are live in New York City Monday, April 3rd. Thank goodness we made it past uh, April Fool's Day, not on this show. Who knows what kind of shenanigans yeah. we would get into. Yeah, I'm Jamie Erdahl. Right, exactly. Uh, Kyle Brandt, Sean O'Hara, and our very own shiny penny, Peter Schrager, hey, is back. Up? Kyle, I was worried about you a couple weeks without Schrager. How, how are you faring now? <laughs> I feel great. great. This, is, this is our guy. This is good. This, is, this good. is our founding father right here. He's We're back. back. I'm back. If you're just tuning in, uh, my family welcomed a second child, so I've been off for a couple of weeks on uh, a very gracious paternity leave from the NFL Network and the NFL League Office and everyone here at Embassy Row and Good Morning Football, and I'm so happy to be back, but uh, feeling blessed to talk about whatever the topic is right now, Jamie, because I have a lot of thoughts that I've been ready to go and boiling over and ready to share with you. I know Betty Schrager can't quite form her opinion yet on the Bills, so we're going to okay. have to lean on okay. what you think. Time for the lead block. Lead lead block. block. Josh Allen. Josh Allen was the Bills' leading rusher with 26 yards on the ground in their divisional round loss to the Bengals this past January. A wonky game. This is not something that sits well with former Bills quarterback and Hall of Famer Jim Kelly. Josh can't do everything by himself, and uh, I hope they find a way to get a, a star running back. But I always thought Singletary was pretty good. I just didn't think we used him enough. Um, but you know what? When you've got a guy as good as Josh Allen, you tend to probably get a little greedy and want to use him more than you probably should. But... Uh, Ken Dorsey's doing a great job. So the Bills bid farewell to Devin Singletary out of the backfield, and they added Damian Harris from the New England Patriots. So now they have Damian Harris, James Cook, and Naheem Hines. Not too shabby, but apparently not the stars that Jim Kelly is looking for in his Hall of Fame jacket. Can the Bills get over the hump this coming season? Kyle. Don't know. We'll find out, and they better do it soon. I'll start with the positive. I love this upcoming offseason for the Bills. Mm. 
because last year it was the ticker tape parade and we're going to win this Super Bowl, we're going to end this and end this. And now, really, optically, nationally, they're yesterday's news. You know, we, we are moving on. We're still doing the Chiefs thing and the Bengals thing, and now we're doing the Jaguars and all this. And There will not be the hype at all. There will not be the expectations. When you get to training camp, all the questions to Josh will not be, so is this a Super Bowl or bust season? That was nonstop last year. And then it came up really short. Um, I like what Jim Kelly says there about there's an expectation, there's an understanding with the Bills that just be Superman 17 and do the Superman thing and save us. And it's like no one is Superman. Mahomes is not Superman. No one is. They lose Devin Singletary, who was a really good teammate and a nice player, but frankly, guys, was not a special player. He was a, he was a fine running back. I don't know if they have a special running back coming. I don't know if they need one. I know that they don't have enough right now to win the AFC. The way the AFC East is going, I don't know if they have enough to win the AFC East. This is a massive season for them because if you look into the books, Josh Allen's money starts getting really big. They brought back Poyer for one more hurrah. They're going to get Vaughn back in some regard. This is the, like, okay, now really, really we have to do it now because otherwise we've been doing this thing three, four years, and we still haven't cracked it. So there was also this storyline last last week, Peter, where kind of surprisingly both McDermott and Bean spoke out about Josh's running and his risk-taking, and they're both saying on camera, we got to have him stop doing that. We got to know. I like, don't want to see him do it in week two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like, you know, that's not a sustainable way to win. Well, to them, if you don't want to see him do that, I would say, gentlemen, then build him a team where he doesn't have to because he ran for 55 first downs last year. 55, and those are 55 times he didn't punt or do a field goal. He does not have a gauntlet of talent around him. He's got some good players. Don't get me wrong. The offensive line is not great. The running backs are not great. I'm looking at them in the draft to, to help the guy. I really am. I think he's great, not great enough by himself. Yeah, it's funny. That the coaches are coming out saying, hey, you, you got you to gotta take care of yourself, protect yourself. Well, hey, protect me, like, like you're saying. Look, they, 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 do they have a star running back? Do they need one? I don't know. They, I, I think when you look at the Buffalo Bills offense, they haven't exactly leaned on their run game. I mean, since Josh Allen has been there, he's never had a running back rush for 1,000 yards. Uh, 800 yards, I think, is the most he's ever had. They've, been the sec- they've had the second fewest carries by running backs and the second fewest rushing touchdowns by running backs. So, it's not, hey, Josh, you're just, you know, you, you, you've got to stop running the football and th- taking things in your own hands. They're not running the football by design. So if you want Josh to protect himself, you've got to protect him. You've got to call more mm-hmm. runs. Look, Jim Kelly's standing up there and he's talking about, like, Josh can't do it all by himself. That's a quarterback knowing, like, when you look around, like, all right, everybody's expecting me to make something happen, mm-hmm. to jump over somebody, to run through somebody. And I think for Jim Kelly, he was like, look, I kind of had a nice thing with Thurman Thomas. Like, I got to hand the ball off to him while I was, you know, waiting for some of my receivers to get open. And, and having a guy like that, I think, really benefited Jim Kelly. So to hear him say, hey, look, he can't do it by himself, I don't know. Maybe that's a little little nudge to, mm-hmm. you know what, not only go out and get a guy like that that can handle mm-hmm. 250 carries uh, on a season um, and take a little load off of Josh Allen right there. Thurman. Look at that man. He looks like, like looking at the face mask. He did all that, that despite the vertical bar on his face mask. Imagine what he could have done without it. I forgot, forgot his helmet. Advisor. Forgot his helmet at the Super Bowl. Um, an infamous helmet, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay, enough Thurman. Uh, let's go back to Kyle, what you were saying, and the offseason, how you, you like love this offseason because the expectations are now lower. And like, mm-hmm. I agree. I also think it's an important offseason because I'm exhausted thinking about the exhaustion the Bills went through last year. The DeMar Hamlin mm-hmm. situation took every last ounce out of us at a table yeah. in New York City, miles away. Who just had to talk about it? Mm-hmm. We didn't live through it with those guys. That moment 
was compounded on top of, want to list them through? Do we want to go through it? You know. Blizzards, multiple weather events, multiple trips to Detroit where we had to drive back and forth. One of the most adverse seasons we've ever seen out of an NFL team were the Buffalo Bills last year. And they still made the playoffs. And they still had a chance against the Bengals. I would almost want to give them a mulligan and say Mm. no team had any gas left in the tank after what they went through. And I give them so much credit for doing it. But now you better use this offseason to get that gas tank filled. You can't come in and be still on this emotional hangover from last year. You can't come in and still be thinking about how this all went down last year. You mentioned Vaughn Miller. I think the Vaughn Miller injury alone could have been enough to sidetrack this team. It was massive. And it was just one thing after another. Very quietly at the combine, Leslie Frazier is no longer there. They have a new defense that's going to be coming in. A new defensive corner is going to be running and calling the shots. And I think there are going to be some major changes. What I don't like is Stephon Diggs last night putting out cryptic messages on Twitter about potentially playing his brother twice in the division. And it's like, they don't need that right now. And we know Diggs has always had a history of in the offseason, whether it was with the Vikings Bills, like just kind of mixing it up and seeing things. And if I'm the Bills, I like where I'm at because no one's talking about us as one of those heavies in the AFC right now. But I also want to be able to focus and rehydrate, replenish, and refocus because, to your point, the window is not forever. Mm-hmm. It's still now, mm-hmm. but they've got to come out of the gates ready to go. They can't be coming on this emotional hangover mm-hmm. from last season. That's where I want to go, Peter, the window. Because every once in a while, especially in the offseason, I think it's a fun exercise to check in on a random team and just pick one word about how you feel about them in that moment. And I landed on two, and I don't want to use the word worried because it feels a little patronizing. I'm kind of stressed for for the Bills. I'm stressed for them because their window, in Joe Burrow's words, my window is my career. Um, The Bills' window could be slipping away from them, to Kyle's point. The AFC East is once again a tidal wave that is rolling away from them. And then all of a sudden it's going to build back. And you don't know when that thing is coming back your way, in your favor. You might know when it's going to sweep you under once again. The Bills, to me, are a prime example of how long and heavy this season looks for teams. 18 weeks, 17 games. If you do not strike when the time is right with your roster and when to be playing the right way and have emotional carryover. Peter, I think you're spot on with that stuff. In speaking with my therapist in real life, I told him that I did not have enough in in the tank emotionally to get through the DeMar Hamlin week to know that we still had to push through a Super Bowl. Mm. That's at this table. Mm -hmm. And now I'm speaking in how do I make sure next season that I am prepared to get through January and February and do all that stuff. That's at this table. Peter, I, I cannot, I think you are exactly with that. It was so draining for us here. It, I cannot imagine what it was right. like for them there. Mm-hmm. We have Micah Hyde here at the table, the safety. And he he was not using it as an excuse, but he, yeah. he was. it was very difficult, very difficult emotionally. Look, we watched that Bills-Bengals game. I was in the stadium. I didn't recognize that Bills team. I had no idea who I was yep. looking at. I feel like they weren't there psychologically in some way. And I think if we brought it out to the AFC East, the Bills have had these, like, three nice little soft years where all the quarterbacks in the division are terrible. Like, they're just terrible. Yes. Terrible. Or, or brand new. Or neophytes. Like a Mac Jones or a young Tua. It's over. That, that's all gone now. Rodgers is coming. The Dolphins are building this machine down there, and we still can never count out New England. So, like, you had a period, and you won some T-shirts, and that was great. That's over now. Now it's going to be so much harder. The Rodgers thing is massive. The Jets beat them last year with Zach Wilson as the quarterback. Like, Rodgers is coming. It's, it's a different deal now. Different deal. Uh, I know. We'll see how they handle it with uh, their running backs that they do or do not have this season. All right, coming up on Good Morning Football, will Bryce Young be the number one pick at the end of the month? Do the Panthers have other things on their mind and their plan? What are the Panthers going to do? Because they are driving the car right now. Yeah, Peter's going to just tell us who's going to be the number one overall pick next. He's got it for you guys on April 3rd. No. Here it is.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Daniel Jeremiah sees things shaking out in the first 10 picks of the draft coming up in a couple of weeks. Three quarterbacks going in the first four selections, starting with Bryce Young to the Panthers. DJ flipped it. CJ Stroud to the Texans at two, and Anthony Richardson moves up to four to the Colts. Uh, It's April. It's the month of the draft. Kansas City, everyone will descend on... Barbecue land uh, at the end of the month. Lots of things still up in the air. A lot of things can change between now and then. But let's pick a storyline ahead of the draft that you think is the biggest in the NFL world right now, Peter. By the way, Caitlin Clark, she's making a lot of news. Diehard Chiefs fan. 
Really? Diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan, huge huh. Mahomes fan. Will she be at the draft? That's what I want to know. She Will she be making play. a pick at the draft? Why don't we get her on Good Morning Football? Let's talk Chiefs. Should we get her on the draft? I think we should. Let's get yes. her on Good Morning Football. Um, the biggest story of the draft, though, is who's going to be that first quarterback taken. And to me, I've seen a lot of mock drafts. DJ's is as, as spot on usually as any. He's got Bryce Young, and a lot are saying C.J. Stroud. Here's how I break it down from what I'm talking to people around the league. C.J. Stroud is considered the safer pick, which to me is a giant red flag. Like, I don't want the safer pick. I want the right pick. The Panthers move up to number one. What Stroud brings is a big-bodied guy who can control the line of scrimmage, can do it all, and has played in the biggest games, obviously. And he saved his best for his last collegiate game where Mm -hmm. he absolutely Mm -hmm. lit up Georgia in the college football playoffs. Bryce Young measured in at 204 pounds at the Combine. I'm told Bryce Young is probably 185, maybe 190, and he's slight. He's not six feet. There has never been a quarterback of that height. See, even Kyler Murray is a thicker build, is a different build. This guy's slight. And yet, as we're sitting here on April 3rd, Carolina, you're making that pick at number one. If you fall in love with Bryce Young Mm -hmm. and you think that Bryce Young is the best quarterback in this draft, do not take the safe pick. Take the guy that you fell in love with because I'll tell you, Bryce Young had a better collegiate career than C.J. Stroud. Bryce Young has played in bigger games than C.J. Stroud. And Bryce Young does things in the pocket that C.J. Stroud does not do. Stroud, bigger, had a better pro day, is the talk of the town right now. Might very well go number one. And if Carolina does that, you know that they had conviction in doing so because of all the work they're putting into this and because of the quarterback experience that Frank Reich and Josh McCown and, of course, Jim Caldwell as a coach have in that room. But, gosh, if you're at number one and you're like, well, we like Young more, but we can't take him number one because there's never been a quarterback of that size that's Mm -hmm. had success Mm -hmm. in the league. Mm -hmm. No, no. If you like him at number one, take him at number one. You didn't trade up to number one to make the safe pick. You made it to make the right pick for you. And I think there will be naysayers no matter what you do. So for me, who goes first? And I'm just limiting it to those two guys. I think those are the two likely guys. Stroud Mm -hmm. or Bryce Young, there are fans in both camp. But if I'm Carolina, Mm -hmm. take the guy that you want, not the guy that you think is the safer pick. You make that move weeks and weeks ahead of the draft. The trade came down earlier. We knew the Bears were going to trade, but weeks. They know who they want? No, I don't think they do. You don't? I, I don't they might have their, their inclinations, but they did that because they want to be able to pick who they want. Yeah. yeah. That was before the pro days. That was we'll before chill everything. for a month and decide. Yeah, let us decide, yeah. but let us be the ones who pick. We don't want to be Delta quarterback. We've been dealing with that for, for years when you go through the round mm. carousel mm-hmm. of you know, Baker and mm-hmm. Darnold. There's everyone else's picks. They got their own now. They're the number one pick. They can take who they want. I've been saying it, it seems like a lot of people have them have Young and Stroud as, as a wash. Like, we have equal grades on them. Well, then you take Stroud. If you have the same, we like them the same, then you take the big athlete. Like, yeah. I, I think that is the there, tiebreaker without a doubt, unless there's just something, some itch you just have to scratch. You just love Bryce Young that much. I look deeper and maybe, maybe a few picks deeper and maybe not deeper. I think Anthony Richardson, the most interesting pick of this draft and the most electric. There is a tradition in drafts where there are the guys who are the highest rated and that's interesting and that's great. But then there's these like ones with sizzle that come a little bit later. Like think Lamar going late in the first round was like, oh my God, Lamar, look how far he fell. Like that was, there was a lot of eyes on him. 
even if you go back to the Eli Manning draft, Eli was going to go number one, and then Philip Rivers is this solid, big, strong-arm quarterback. And then there's this guy from the Mac, Roethlisberger. When, like, when he gets taken, you're like, oh, man, that's the one you're kind of waiting on? This is the sizzle pick right here. And it's my favorite prospect in the draft. I love what he represents. I love the risk. I love the upside. I love the ceiling. I love all of that. Some team is going to say, here we go, guys. Put the card in. We're taking Richardson. And we know all the slights. And we know all the inexperience. But we're doing it anyways. And it could be really, really high. Or who the hell knows? Maybe the word gets out between now and then that such and such is with the deal with him. And he just falls. It's the most interesting one to me. I know Stroud and you're going to go really, really high. Who the hell knows with Levis? But Richardson, to me, is sort of the sizzle rock star, like the bring down the house pick, be it really early or really late. Like, that's the one I'm waiting for. When that picks in, let's go. Yeah, I think uh, the fan base for whatever team drafts him is going to go nuts. And you talked about former drafts that similar to, like Josh Allen, when he came out, everybody said he, he had incompletion percentage con uh, yeah, sure. concerns. It was his accuracy. And look at how that panned out. So Richardson, can't wait to see it. You guys are both going quarterbacks. And look, we all know it's a quarterback draft. I'm kind of going to like turn left here and not go player, but team. Yeah. The Detroit yeah. Lions right now. We were talking about him earlier on the show about like, man, all this hype now. And it's like Lions fans, I think are getting a little nervous. Like, all right, everybody's being a little too nice to us and talking about us too much. That division's wide open. Mm -hmm. We talked about it last week about, you know, the NFC North being wide open. The Detroit Lions have four picks in the first two rounds. And they've got the sixth pick overall. Mm -hmm. And they, they've also got the 18th pick. Now, I tell you what, if Richardson's there at six, Kyle, mm -hmm. I mean, could Dan Campbell say, look, let's go, let's go, let's go future guy? I mean, I, I don't know what Detroit thinks about that, but that could be a huge pick for them. But I think coming out of this draft, we're going to be talking about the Detroit Lions and what they did in this draft with those two first-round picks and how they added to this puzzle. And I think we're going to come out and saying that they are the top dog in that division based on what they did in this draft and based on how they finished last season. So... Detroit Lions with those two first-round picks. Fun to say. They, they, I mean, they've had a lot of high picks in the first round over the last yeah. few years, but two in this draft right here, it could really help them out. You guys probably talked a lot about the Lions the last two weeks. I haven't been here. Obviously, C.J. Gardner-Johnson's a huge pickup. The David Montgomery from mm. Jamal Williams, was mm -hmm. that broken down a bit? Yeah, I think sure. it's a very interesting deal. Williams wanted a certain number. The Lions weren't willing to go there. Montgomery says, I'll take that number, and Williams ends up going to New Orleans. But there was a certain mojo they had, and Jamal Williams was one of those guys, the Pied Piper in the locker room, and they all kind of... I wonder if the dynamic of the personality changes a little bit when you just take out one of the biggest personalities on the team mm -hmm. and you just insert another guy. Mm -hmm. And Jamal Williams' introductory press conference in New Orleans was as, Tremendous. as expected. As we wanted, yeah. As expected. I hear you on these two guys already went quarterback and you went with the team. I'm going to go back to the quarterback. I feel like I have to apologize, but I'm going to. Marsha, uh, Marsha, Marsha. I think um, there is a question that I have as to how many quarterbacks will go early because the two guys at the top of the list, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, are excellent and their skills are well mapped out. But all of a sudden... You get to that number three pick. The Arizona Cardinals are sitting there. They do not need a quarterback. Does a team, the six through 12 picks, do they jump up Maybe. and go to three? And then they pick a guy. They pick a quarterback, let's say, a team that's at six through 12. And then you, the, the Colts are still sitting there at four. Well, we still need a guy. All of a sudden, do you have a run of four quarterbacks that go one through four? Because there are teams that are in need, that are on the list, that could jump to three. And the Colts, I don't care who you are, the carousel has stopped, and they need a guy. So is all of a sudden 
Anthony Richardson goes three and now you have to take Will Levis? I mean, the way that this thing could flip-flop up until the very last second when the envelope is walking across the stage mm. to me is so fascinating. Last For as much as this year's draft, Kyle, is electric factory compared to last year's oh cup God, of yes. chamomile tea, this one I am on board for yes. because the number of quarterbacks and the teams that are in dire need Mm-hmm. I had a pain scale going last week. <laughs> yeah, How bad is the pain without a quarterback? Oh, yeah. Some were at a 10. Okay, some is like, just put me out of my misery. I hear that. They, they have to take a guy. So how many could go early? Yeah, you got the four right there, obviously. They're all going to go top 10 probably. Yeah. Hendon Hooker is a very interesting one. He's 25 years old. He's the Tennessee quarterback coming off a major injury. Is there a team willing in the top 10 to go that high? Now, mm-hmm, Mike Tannenbaum's mm-hmm. a former NFL GM. He works on ESPN. He's on the 30 13. Yeah. He had Hooker going fifth to the Seahawks, and people lost their minds. But you know how <laughs> like this goes. Yeah. Once quarterbacks start going, teams get a little antsy, and it's like, I, 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 and I wonder if he gets mm. pushed up higher in the draft. Hendon mm. Hooker has a lot more college, high-level college experience than Anthony sure. Richardson does, but he needs the same thing that Richardson does, which is a season to get under his belt. He only tore his ACL last November for Tennessee. He had surgery in early December. He's just now starting to throw standing. He got off his throwing mm-hmm. off of his knees at the combine. So Hendon Hooker needs needs time still. So for a team that has a guy for one to two years still, like the Seahawks, like the Lions, they could take Hendon Hooker and comfortably mm-hmm. have him for mm-hmm. the following mm-hmm. seasons. Yeah, and I think next year's draft, you know, you're already circling guys like May and Caleb, Will, all those guys. Teams, you think the teams are going to wait. Guess what? These front offices, mm-hmm. these coaches, no job is secure. You go and you mm-hmm. get your guy if you want him and you get him this year. You can't bank on next year. Let me ask you. you be available. Snowball's chance in hell. Yeah. The Cardinals take a quarterback. Hmm. Zero. Zero? Zero. They're in, they're in a Kyler. He's a new coach, yeah. injured, and they, they like Ky- it. Ky- He's paid. Kyler survived the firing of a general manager, uh, the firing of a coach, and okay. all this stuff. I feel like okay. Kyler's the one pillar. What are the chances that somebody leaps in front of the yeah. Colts? Yeah, they're very yeah, good chance. Right yeah. You talked about the Raiders. That yeah, might yeah, be a possibility. Yeah, There's seven teams. Jim Merce, if that happens. I would, be, yeah. I would be remiss not to add to the, the, the name of the game here was the biggest story of the 2023 NFL draft. It, to me, it's also, let's put it on the list, if the Jets still have that pick at 13. Because mm. that is a part of a draft conversation, even though it's more Aaron Rodgers-centric, but let's just put it out there. We want to make sure we knew that we weren't forgetting it. Will Anderson, he just finished his junior season at Alabama. He has declared for the NFL draft, and many think that he'll be the first defensive player, non-quarterback, taken off the board at the end of this month in Kansas City. Peter, with your beat on all the GMs and coaches and whatnot, what do they think about Will Anderson? Look, the combine, he comes in and he has to run linebacker drills, and he's not a linebacker. He's a defensive end. He's a pass rusher, and he comes in at 6'4", 250 pounds, runs a 4'6", 40-yard dash, and is outstanding and as Jamie, I am sure we will get to know him more over the next couple minutes. They say he's a better interview than player, like one of the most incredible kids you'll meet, defensive leader at Alabama, which has such a rich tradition, and a versatile player that can do a lot of things on the field. Tyree Wilson, I I had as my number one combine prospect going in. He hasn't been able to compete because of the foot, so Will Anderson did compete, and of course Jalen Carter, we know what's going on with him. Will Anderson has been perfect prospect coming into this thing. So right now you look at the draft, you got one Carolina quarterback, two Houston quarterback, three Arizona. Sounds like Mm -hmm. three is a perfect spot for Mm -hmm. Will Anderson. Yeah, absolutely. He will change the face of any team, any defense that he arrives at, but I had the distinct pleasure over the weekend to hang out with Will and his whole family. I know Will from my four years on the SEC on CBS. I did 16 
15 of his games, wow. of his sideline games, and a handful of those were spent time with him in the production meeting and then on the sideline watching him play. And to Pierre's point, his talent is off the charts, but he is a remarkable human. So when the great group at NFL 360 or the original content group here at the network asked me, do you want to interview Will ahead of the draft? You seem to know him pretty well. I said, I'd be thrilled. I think he's a great kid. I know him as a great kid. But after the weekend spent both in Tuscaloosa and at his home in Stockbridge, Georgia, he's a great man. This this young man is coming into the NFL. So uh, we went to Tuscaloosa first. We sat down for an hour in the film room that he used to sit out with Nick Saban and uh, Sal Sinceri and all the coordinators and coaches at Alabama. And then we went and did the Walk of Champions at the stadium. He took me to his locker and he told me the phrases that he used to tell himself before he turned into what people call him the Terminator mm. on the field. I have a memory of him walking down the sideline and his eyes had totally changed from the person that really? I knew in the production meeting to the person that he is on the field. It is a remarkable shift. Then we drove the three hours from Tuscaloosa to his home in Stockbridge, Georgia. That's where this picture is taken. He is the youngest of six kids. He's got five older sisters. Wow. That is his mother, Terion, on the left, and his father, Big Will, or Will Sr., on the right. Will Sr. works in the food industry. That man made us cheesesteaks, both chicken and beef. Those are the five sisters. sisters. Those are the five sisters. You have Shante, Shanice, China, India, and Taria. They are the closest in age, those two. She cried in our interview. She laughed in our interview. There is Taria and Will. Those two finish each other's sentences. They went to high school together. She Mm. told me that he used to bust into her classroom at high school when he would be offered a Division I scholarship. And he also used to interrupt her class when his times got tough, when life got really low. Those two are remarkably close. I asked her if she would move to wherever he's going to go, get drafted. And she's a hairstylist. And she said, I really think I might. That's my Mm. guy. I got to be around him. I got to be with him. It was such a cool experience and weekend. And the interview with the sisters and Mm -hmm. his parents as they're cooking and Will in Tuscaloosa will emerge on the network as the month goes on, but also the week of the draft. Awesome. Tell us, give us a little bit more about the story and, you know, his football, his family now, the upbringing and the childhood. Yeah, so uh, Mrs. Anderson, Terion, she, we were in the kitchen and she's talking about, well, you know, we're the Andersons. We compete at everything. These these girls, we we joked about it last week, Kyle, brutalized this kid growing up. (laughs) Put him him in a dryer. Where's my baby? Where's my baby Will? Put him in the dryer. Put him in the dryer. He performed at a talent show, couldn't finish the song. The sisters all came up and fed him the lines Mm. as the talent show was going on. The connection here is remarkable. What do I love is they are his also fiercest supporters. Mm -hmm. So we're in Georgia. We're about 30 minutes southeast of the airport. This bulldog country. This is Georgia bulldog country. There's a story about Kirby Smart showing up at the high school in a helicopter, and that offer never came from Georgia. It never came. They waited. They waited. And his dad told me, Big Will's like, all these offers were coming in, and we just like, that's nice. We'll wait. We'll wait for Georgia. Mm. And it never came. And he ended up going to visit Alabama, and Nick Saban sat on this couch in Stockbridge, Georgia, with his grandmother, who Will sadly lost, and that's a big part of his story as well. And he'll be a part of my family. I'll take good care of him. And Alabama mm. did. He just grew as a young man there. All right. So if you've if you've ever done one of these features, it's usually you fly in. You get you see him every Sunday morning. It's the quarterback talking to one of our reporters, sure. and you get your seven minutes that the PR person. Very rarely do you get the time that you got, Jamie, a full weekend. And I'm fascinated by the three-hour drive you mentioned. Mm. <laughs> okay, we did not do the drive together. Okay, but yes. right. but you were going from Tuscaloosa, yes. and then you drove into his hometown. Into his hometown. Okay. So. And you were 
arrive. So what, what I, you're so right, Peter. So we, we, he gave us, we sat on camera for an hour in Tuscaloosa, Will and I did. And then our producers, our great producers on the feature, they're like, Jamie, you're done. We don't need you anymore, whatever. Made him stay, which he did willingly, and take all those great, beautiful shots yeah. that make it epic and, and thematic and all the things. Then he drove himself home. He wanted to get home. It's his mom's 50th birthday this week oh, coming man. up. He wanted to get home, and they have a dinner for her on Tuesday. Happy early birthday, Mrs. Anderson. And well, it wasn't uh, a surprise. It was on. not yeah. a surprise. No, she, she knows she's turning 50 <laughs> on Tuesday. No, he, you could just tell he was he was not bugged by this time yeah. commitment at all because when we asked, is it is it a big ass to get all the sisters together at the home? This is on a Zoom with the parents. And Big Will goes, well, three of them are here now, so you might as well just bring the cameras. This family is always around each yeah. other. They will all be in Kansas City for the awesome. draft. And the sisters are planning on probably being asked to, can you guys either keep it down mm. or you got to get out of here because they hoot and holler. Yeah, that's so cool great that you got to do all that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure now draft day is going to be a little bit different for you too now when you see him get picked. Like you've got this emotional attachment to the yeah. family as well. I'm curious, I got two questions. Did they pick out an outfit for him already? Did that come up at all? Like are they helping him dress for the draft or is this him doing it? I'm sure with sisters they're going to have opinions. We didn't even talk about his outfit. I was asking the sisters about the dresses and whatnot they were going to wear. Yeah. And they his representation was there that weekend and they were telling him about all the events the sisters get to go to. And they wouldn't be, how long are we going to be standing? What shoes do I need to be in? Am I going to be mic'd up? Because we sat them all down at the same time. You know what? This is my favorite moment. Sisters are sitting there. They're all answering great questions. We cried. We laughed. The stories were shared. Behind me the entire time was Will, not on camera. He wanted to sit and watch Aww. his sisters answer these questions. Maybe to vet what they were yeah. saying about him as well. But I thought <laughs> he liked, I think he also appreciated their moment in the spotlight and what his talent is bringing his family to. Hmm. So what NFL team are are they pine are they like hoping like you're saying that you know, Georgia yeah. Bulldogs they're waiting for them Falcons are the eight team pick. they're looking for yeah, yeah. I know I, don't, I, I bet he wouldn't mind going outside of Georgia like he yeah. I think he likes Arizona is lovely experience. lovely yeah, place yeah. to live Seattle not a terrible place to live no <laughs> yes. um, yeah it, it's really cool but you just know that that contingency of the Anderson family uh, they have each other's backs That's so cool it was really it was awesome it's awesome yeah so you'll see yeah. more of it as the uh, as those pictures don't do it justice it was a it was a weekend well spent. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. We continue our series called Next Gen Chats, where we are unearthing as much as we can about the next generation headed to the NFL in just four questions. And right now we've got one of the best cornerbacks in all of college football. Joining us now, a two-time national champion with the Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. Please welcome Keely Ringo. What up, Keely? What's up, Keely? What Let's go. What's going on? Appreciate you guys for having me on here. Two-time national champion has a nice ring to it. But the standard in which Kirby Smart holds all the Georgia Bulldogs coming out of college to the NFL, how much do you think that preparation and education for football helps you as you enter the pro level? Yeah, I think it's huge. Um, as you were saying, the standard they holds us to, it's almost like perfection in every single thing that we do. It's definitely held throughout the, uh, my teammates as well, all the way from other coaches to GAs to walk-ons as well. So, man, everybody's held to that, and I feel like that's definitely helped us with our success continuing to go on to win two national championships. Keely, you're six foot two. Okay. You're 210 pounds. You've got two national titles, and you've been training with a guy named Richard Sherman. That's pretty impressive company. When Sherm was asked who he compares your game to, he said a future Hall of Famer in Patrick Peterson. When you hear that, what does that do for you and you saw inside your head? And also, what kind of expectations does that set for those trying to put you into a box in the NFL? Man, it's a great feeling to hear something like that from somebody um, like himself, just going throughout the entire process with the mental game. I've talked with him, how I can continue to enhance my game. Um, I definitely know the sky's the limit. I'm extremely blessed to be in this situation, to even go to the University of Georgia, to even be being able to play football at this high level, you know? But um, man, I'm just gonna keep my feet where they are. Just continue to put one foot in front of the other. I appreciate that. All right, so listen, you've also been training with DK Metcalf a little bit. I'm curious, have you had to guard him at all? And what did you learn about him? Yes, sir. Actually, I trained with him a, a little bit before I went to college as well, man. But um, a, a lot of respect for a really good receiver like himself, you know, very physical at the line of scrimmage. Um, has a really great vertical ball, as you see him right there, man. But um, definitely just being around those type of guys, it's a huge blessing to have the opportunity, just being able to pick their brain and um, definitely learn a lot more things about football that you usually wouldn't. So I, I can't help but I got to ask this question. You're such a young guy, and you're going to be such a bright star. You can tell in the league. You're obviously completely pedigreed and talented, and you're training with the right people. Your name is Ringo, and you're going to be a star. Just a generational question. Are you familiar with Ringo Starr? Do you know who that is? Beatles drummer, yes, sir. Yes! yes! Drummer, yes! Drummer, yes! Drummer, yes sir. So this has come up before yes, you must get asked, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
All right. It's incredible. An underappreciated, I think, musician, too. Yeah. Um, not, not a lot of love for the Beatles out there. No. I love that you know the Beatles. If your last name's Brigham, you got to know it. All right. So yeah. listen, let's take that and run with it, because you already gave us a reason to love you. We love that you're aware of that. But there's other people watching who might be interested more so in your football playing than your Beatles knowledge. Look at the people right now on the camera. Coaches, GMs, owners are watching the show right now, and they're thinking about maybe drafting you, and they're looking over your tape, and they're watching the interview, and they're interested. Talk to them and tell them why they should draft you at the 2023 NFL Draft. Man, um, I definitely say I'm a great competitor. I have a lot of energy no matter where I'm at. Um, I, I'm a, I have a big type of person to where I like to spread positive energy out there, you know, um, being a type of person you can feed off of and, and definitely continue to want to get better in every single thing that I do, whether it's the mental game, um, football all on the field physically and, um, and and also in the room, man. But I, I would definitely say square one and just continue to spread, um, spread positive energy and always try to grow, you know, uh, me being a young player, um, I definitely want to come in and be able to help my team the best way that I can and, and go off from there and definitely help my team win games. Keely Ringo with a celebrity-like name, a couple of national championships under his belt, and some players, big-name players, looking after him as he enters the NFL. That's awesome, Keely. We wish you the best of luck, man. You're a star. Yeah. Appreciate that. Thank you for the opportunity. Omar Ruiz is a proud San Diego State. He is a... It's an NFL Network reporter. NFL folks. Network reporter. He looks like a streaker. Celebrating like a his alum. The buzzer beater win over the Florida Atlantic University Owls on Saturday night. It was an absolute thriller, especially for Omar, Omar Ruiz. That matchup was well, really Final Four for the men's side was one of the most unlikely scenarios for the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. The game tonight, of course, is the final San Diego State against UConn. But it kind of led us to think, what is an unlikely matchup that we could see next February at Super Bowl 58. You got to pick two teams that would surprise you. Okay, so the Eagles go to the Super Bowl. They come up a three-point short whole thing, and their entire coaching staff just gets raided. And one of their coordinators goes to one team as a head coach. Another one goes to another. I think these are two rebuilding teams, but if the Cardinals played the Colts oh, yes. in the Super Bowl, Let's it would go. be the most random Super Bowl I've like ever it. seen. This is Jonathan Gannon versus Shane Steichen. Cardinals, Colts, <laughs> Kyler versus Minshew, because I don't know who the quarterback in Indianapolis is going to be. Maybe Lamar. Uh, sign me up. Might be Lamar. <laughs> sign me up. Cardinals, Colts. I have, no one has any idea who Jonathan Gannon or Shane Steichen are. Super Bowl Let's go. in <laughs> Vegas, <laughs> CBS. Really well, we know Travis Kelsey doesn't know who they are. Uh, yeah. Listen, uh, I'll go Jets Packers right now. Jets fans right now. Jets. You can not tell them anything different. They're getting Rogers. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're already booking their flights and their hotels. But yeah, real optimistic group. The <laughs> don't, don't you think? Don't, don't you think that the Packers making the Super Bowl would be awesome? Like all right, Aaron Rodgers leaves, and all of a sudden now yes. Jordan Love is able to do something that Aaron Rodgers could yeah, not yeah. do since he's been there. Take him to the Super Bowl, and then of course we would all have a lot of fun. I'm sure. Jamie, what do you got? Rodgers versus. <laughs> I got Bears Broncos. Bears Broncos. Bears Broncos. Why? I think that. I don't know. I just think that sounds unlikely and yes. ridiculous, and they both went on kind of a wild ride over the last couple <laughs> yeah. of years. Out of that division in particular between the AFC West and the NFC North, I think it'd be spectacular. Great organizations and sure. brands and that in Las Vegas. Let's go. Giddy up. I'm trying to think which uh, NFL media reporter would be least likely to run around like that, like mm. like only Homer did. I think it's maybe Judy Batista, but I think actually it might be Peter at a sporting uh, you event. You would catch never, dead ever dead do something. top with shorts on? <laughs> Omar. Come on, bro. <laughs> Not with an Emory University Eagles jersey on at the D3 National Championship? No. Giants, Peter Shaw, the team, the Giants win the Super Bowl. You will not be at the parade running around. And I like that Omar does. There he is. There's Peter. There he is. Yeah. Yeah. Omar Ruiz, confirmed. Congrats, Omar. Take it home tonight, buddy. Go Aztecs. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.